This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivyag.com. And while on the website, check out the podcast page to check out our past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions that you have or if you're interested in uh, setting up a face-to-face meeting or a virtual meeting, we can do either or. Um, Let us know and, and we can do that. Today, I want to talk about the proposed Biden tax plan, right? Taxes are a huge part of our life. And so when things look like they might be changing, it's probably not a bad idea to kind of start figuring out what they're going to talk about. I often think about the Ben Franklin quote, you know, in this world, nothing can be said to be certain except for death and taxes. And that has kind of been true since he said that a couple hundred years ago. But the truth of the matter is what changes is how we're going to be taxed. And that seems to change from one administration to another. So today, I just wanted to start peeling back some of the details of the the proposed tax plan and see how it may affect uh, uh, folks that we work with and and everyone else. But before we do that, I want to bring in my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you today? Well, I'm doing pretty good, although you mentioned we're going to talk about taxes. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sad sorry. trombone. Sad trombone has to yeah. come in. I know. Uh, it's never, a, never an exciting, uh, a happy topic, per se. <laughs> well, for the it, most can part. it can be. It can be. I mean, there are some tax credits in there that are going to really help certain people that certain people will be like, hey, that's going to help me. Sure. Uh, but a lot of stuff that uh, some people might not like. So there, I think there's good and bad with it as as there is with any tax plan. But uh, it is interesting. I mean, I think we're all on the edge of our seats knowing taxes have to go up and probably considerably at some point to pay mm-hmm. for all this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt, uh, I, I think, you know, not getting deeply political about the conversation when you look at debt and deficits and and, and all of that that's going on, that there's probably a point in which taxes are going to have to start creeping up. And I think that'll be pretty obvious as we start talking about um, the tax plan today that's being proposed by, by President Biden. And, and I just want to know, today we're going to take a high level of approach to what's being proposed in the plan, okay? You know, there are some major elements, and I think it's important we touch upon them. And and as you listen, if there's any of those elements that pique your interest, uh, jot them down, uh, give us a call, and and we can can attempt to answer them or connect with a tax uh, professional that will uh, be able to really tell you how that would affect your particular situation. Yeah. And I think that's a great idea. I mean, you can rest assured that a financial services professional uh, in fact, professionals all across the country are working to make sure they completely understand the plan's finer points, as you are. Uh, and so what do you have for us first, Peter? Well, I think uh, before we dive into details, I just want to make sure that 
it's understood that we're still just talking about a plan, right? It's a proposal by the president, um, and, and it still has to go through its process to actually become law, right? It has to go through the schoolhouse rock process of how a bill <laughs> becomes a law. So, so it's going to be proposed, it's going to be talked about, then it has to go to houses of Congress, it has to pass both of them, um, and then be signed by the president to become law. And, uh, you know, sometimes they move quickly, but generally they don't. So it's going to be a process, but at least, you know, what the plan that we're seeing is pr- very likely going to be the foundation or, or um, the skeletal part of the plan that ultimately becomes some sort of law within the next, uh, probably I would say three to six months. So the, the first significant component to the plan deals with the fact that it restores the higher tax rate and the alternative minimum tax. So Biden's tax plan would repeal the, the tax reductions that were passed in 2017. That means the top individual federal tax rate would increase uh, to um, 39.6% or almost 40% from its current rate of 37%. Additionally, the corporate tax rate would also jump back to 28% from its current 21%. So what does that mean, though, for the average person out there? That's a great question, Tony. So for people with incomes of 400000 or more, itemized deductions, for example, would be capped at 28% instead of the percentage tax rate that applies to the higher tax brackets. And rates would be tiered in such a way that folks with incomes below 400000 are not going to face uh, any sort of increases. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, if it stays as it's proposed, that is, of course. And I'm sure the notion that incomes below 400000 that won't be impacted by a rate increase is a relief to a lot of listeners out there. Give us a little more info about what may happen to those with incomes north of 400000 though. Yeah, sure, Tony. So taxpayers whose incomes are more than a million dollars would pay the same rate on investment income as they would on wages. You know, this is called the the carried interest loophole, which is claimed by a lot of private equity and hedge fund managers. And that just that would vanish, right? If you're not familiar with what this is, this is a way that fund managers are pay capital gain tax rates, which are currently 20%, rather than ordinary income rates that uh, are carried on interest. It allows them to continue high fixed rate participation in the the fund's profits while contributing very little, if any, capital investment. But this is no longer possible um, as the the proposed uh, tax plan is currently written. Wow. Okay. I think that's a good breakdown. So what does the Biden plan have to say about corporations? As I mentioned before, the the corporate tax rate is going to jump from the current 21% back to 28%, which is what it was before 2017. And in an effort to block profitable companies from avoiding taxes entirely, uh, all corporations would be subject to a 15% minimum tax on profits of more than $100 million. So we've heard these stories of corporations avoiding taxes completely. Under the current plan, that would disappear. That would, that, uh, that would stop um, for any company making more than $100 million in profits. Additionally, the, the Biden tax plan... Uh, goes after companies that export jobs overseas while incentivizing investments in infrastructure, green technology, transportation, and manufacturing. And also it boosts taxes from the current 10.5% to 21% uh, on global intangible low-taxed income. Okay. So at this point, it's nearly impossible to predict what impact these kinds of tax changes might have on Uh, like, say, corporate stock uh, valuations, uh, accordingly, the value of stock portfolios and retirement savings. So so I know that's a a lot of 
I'll say corporate lingo there. But I think the bottom line to understand here with the Biden tax plan here, Tony, is is ultimately raising taxes on corporations. In their words, not mine, having them pay their fair share or more of a share uh, into tax revenue that maybe for a while they've been able to avoid. And I think that's what they're looking at. Again, it's a, it's a gamble to try to create more revenue um, to deal with some of the growing tax burdens uh, of uh, of the, our debt and deficits every year. Yeah. yeah, I think that's important. Now, let's take a minute to let our listeners know how they can set up that no-cost, no-obligation consultation with you uh, to really get a plan in place uh, so they can better deal with these changes that are coming. Yeah, so if you're interested in having some sort of income plan for retirement, right? You want to go into retirement, make sure that you know you can retire confidently and one that takes into account not only the the risks that are in your investments, making sure your investments are going to last the 20 or 30 years that your retirement may last, but also making sure that taxation is, is a conversation that's always occurring because as I alluded to, tax policy, taxes are always going to be there, but tax policy changes, um, unfortunately, from administration to administration. So you need to make sure that you understand what's going on and also plan for it. So if you're interested in creating a plan that's holistic in its approach, like I just described, give us a call at 866 866- 360-2724 or visit us online at the ivag.com and we can set up a meeting in person or virtually whatever you're comfortable with um, at this point. All right. That sounds great. And Peter, let's keep this thing rolling. What do you have next for us? Yeah. So let's talk about some of the benefits for individuals and families. And the plan has some interesting nuggets. So the, the overall plan touts some new and reworked tax benefits for working family, including using tax credits that are often refundable rather than a simple tax deduction. This part of the plan was designed to provide lower and middle income workers with a, a similar savings, uh, savings vehicle that current deductions don't generally provide to them, but provide to higher earners. Well, this sounds like a good thing. I mean, making sure your tax strategy reflects all of the options available to you is one of the best possible reasons to work closely with someone like yourself. I'm not a tax preparer, but I do believe that, you know, the American tax system is an absolute, well, mess. Can I say mess? Yeah. <laughs> Labyrinth, uh, a veritable cornucopia of uh, issues and details that's uh, tough to deal with. So, Having somebody like yourself uh, to help you through it alongside a CPA, I think, is the smart play. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more, Tony. I think the uh, our tax plan, when you look at how thick it is, is, is rather ridiculous. And, and we could have an endless debate about making things more efficient. But sure. the bottom line is you have to make sure you know how the, it works and how it's going to work for your situation. So, uh, And it changes. Again, it changes from administration to administration. So, for example, right, we we're talking about individuals and families. So, so another tidbit for the Biden tax plan, you know, it proposes two credits that focus specifically on children. So if you have children, you know, if you're family with a couple children, this is going to be a, have a, a big impact on you. So the first one, uh, it would expand the eligibility for the for ch- uh, child and dependent care tax credits up to $8,000 in credits for certain expenses for low and middle income working families. Wow. Currently, the maximum for this credit is $3,000. Um, they would cap it at, at $16,000 for multiple dependents, but you can see they're, they're taking from $3,000 all the way up to $8,000, which is a huge leap. 
And it's a tax credit, which is better than a deduction. That's exactly right. Right. Deductions reduce your taxable income. A credit is a dollar for dollar reduction in what you owe. And what they're doing for a lot of these credits is it's going to be refundable, meaning you're going to receive some sort of payment over the course of the year, as opposed to just getting a lump sum cut off your tax bill um, at tax time. Wow. So that implies, so this second credit, so for example, uh, this, the child tax credit would be made completely refundable, what I was talking about. And it goes from $2,000 to $3,000 if you have children between 6 uh, and 17. And if they're below uh, age 6, that the credit is now going to go to $3,600 per child. And again, instead of receiving that at, the, at tax time, um, that you would receive essentially a, a monthly payment from uh, an advance of that credit on a monthly basis from however many children you have so that it creates a stream of income. The idea is to help people drawing the, over the course of an entire year as opposed to just doing a lump sum um, lop off of what you may owe and some sort of refund one time uh, at tax time at, at once a year. So it, kind it's of kind a of a new savings to help people pay for things along the way for their children, like clothes. Yeah, and assen- stuff. That, that's exactly right. Essentially what they're doing is they're advancing you your, the tax credit over the course of a year and wow. doing it on a monthly basis is a way, is a way to think about it. Sure. That certainly sounds like good news for listeners with little ones still at home. And how about our favorite subject, though, retirement? What does the Biden plan say about that? Yeah, one of the pieces that is of interest here has to do with um, 401ks. So the Biden plan includes rules that would balance the tax benefits for contributions to 401k and other retirement plans across the the income spectrum. And what we mean by that is... um, if you're a higher earner, specifically, let's say you put money into a 401k, right now you get a, a tax deduction, right? All of that money that goes into that account, you don't pay taxes on it. And if you're in a higher tax bracket, that's a pretty um, that's a pretty good tax savings. But what's going to happen under this plan is it no longer will be a, uh, a deduction, but it's actually going to be a 20% tax credit. So let's say you're in the 35% tax bracket and you put money into uh, into a retirement account, a 401k specifically. Well, that was that meant that income wasn't taxed at, at 35%. Under the plan, they're now going to get rid of that ability uh, to get that deduction and just give you a 20% tax credit. So if that means someone put $19,500 into their 401k, instead of saving $6,800 in taxation, they would only see a savings of $3,900. So for those that are in the lower tax brackets, you're not going to see much of a change. But if you're using a 401k um, to get the benefit of one saving for retirement, but also the tax credit, it may may no longer be as... um, I'll say lucrative to to use that vehicle because they're going to change how the um, how you're going to to receive savings for putting money into that account. Sure, sure. And I've heard the Biden plan also addresses health insurance costs, which is going to be another area of interest for a lot of people out there. What can you tell us about that one? Sure, Tony. So so the. Biden proposal calls for increased access to health insurance. As written, the plan would also provide refundable tax credits for insurance premiums that are intended to limit family spending on premiums to a maximum of 8.5% of their income. Additionally, the plan would provide enhanced tax benefits for those who are purchasing long-term care insurance plans. So if the version of the, the plan that the president is currently 
uh, proposing gets you know signed into law, the tax benefit on long-term care insurance um, is going to to potentially make it even. Uh, a wiser decision to look at going into these plans and using them for retirement planning. Because as we have talked about time and time again on this show, one of the big unknowns going into retirement is your need for long-term care that can eat away at your savings and at your at your monthly income. So the plan kind of builds in a way that makes it even um, a better <laughs> a better decision to use one one of these types of vehicles as part of your retirement plan. Well, yeah, and I think that there are it is really important to to make sure you understand all this when coming up with a plan for retirement or your retirement savings. And it seems so far like the proposed plan has a wide net uh, that's seeking to mm. offer up some benefits to a variety of people and I think that's probably a good thing, right? Yeah, I mean it certainly is. So, uh, you know, if you look across the spectrum, we we talked about childcare, we talked about 401k's, long-term care. Another provision within within the plan talks about first-time home buyers. Um so if you think way back to 2008 when the market crashed and the housing market um pretty much nosedived, there there was an incentive program for first-time home buyers. Well, uh, we're seeing that come back in this this plan about you know 15 years later, and, and the credit that's being proposed would be a fifteen thousand dollar credit for those who are first time home purchasers. So if you're on the you know if you're if you haven't bought a home before, if you're a younger individual on the the income spectrum and you're looking to buy a house, one good luck because housing costs have gone through the roof, but at least this credit would um, give you $15,000 above and beyond whatever you have for a down payment to get started uh, in purchasing a house. The idea being a home over the long term is going to be uh, a, uh, an asset that's going to increase over time and and be kind of the cornerstone of whatever sort of savings plan that you have. Right. And I think that's really also important. I mean, uh, a first-time homebuyer credit could really provide a boost to a lot of younger Americans out there, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And think about it. If it, if it gives them an extra le- uh, leg up, it reduces their mortgage um, on a monthly basis. That also means they may have room to now start putting more money into retirement. So, you know, there, there's a ripple effect that, yes, this is just talking about home buying, but if it helps people uh, get a better start, right, get a head start, let's say, for example, or at least um, increase their down payment by $15,000, then the ripple effect could be more room for retirement savings as they move forward. Um, so yeah, it, it could certainly help younger Americans, but it does tie into retirement because it's all going to come back um, to helping people save money and reduce debt, which ultimately allows, again, you to put money uh, in buckets that you need. So Yeah. Well, and I know there's a lot of uh, things to this. And I mean, obviously, um, repealing, we're in a very low tax period right now because of the uh, Trump tax plan that was put into place. Uh, lowered taxes pretty much across the border for a lot of folks out there. Uh, and uh, wealthy and corporations and, and most people. But uh, this sounds like it's it's going to raise it at least on some, but give a lot of tax credits as well. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out, Peter. And I know that you're more than happy to sit down with our listeners, talk with them about their plan and where they're headed. Um, so before we go today, why don't you let our listeners out there know how they can get a hold of you to set up that plan? 
Yeah, I, I certainly will, Tony. I'll say this before before I uh, <laughs> go into talking about how to get in contact with us. You know, as we've talked about uh, a couple times on this show, right? Taxes change. Different uh, different administrations come in. They have different philosophies about taxation. The bottom line is ultimately you're going to be paying taxes in one form or the other. It's key to make sure that you're working with someone that understands what the current taxes are, but also has an eye on the future to say, okay. This is very likely where tax policy is going. And oh, here we have some actually concrete proposals for future tax policy. Let's make sure that any plan that you've created is going to align, um, you know, align with those policies and also put you in a, in a position where it's not going to catch you off guard or it's going to put you maybe in a position to benefit from it. So if you're interested in getting a holistic plan, right, a plan that takes into account taxation, social security maximization, um, uh, investment uh, strategy that you know doesn't have a lot of risk and that's going to stand the test of time over the course of a retirement that lasts 20 or 30 years, give us a call, 866-360-2724. Visit us online at theivag.com and we'll sit down, we'll start a conversation about creating a plan or if you, if you have a plan, you know, getting a second opinion about are, is what you're doing currently actually going to be what you need when you get to retirement. So again, the number is 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com um, and book an appointment. All right. That sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Laufenberg. Thanks, Tony. Everyone have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.